Good morning. Today is Friday. Yay! October 15th, or I'm sorry, October 16th, 2020. Today we commemorate Hugh Latimer and Nicholas Ridley, and also Thomas Cranmer. Our readings are Psalms 16 and 17, Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Sirach, chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, and 18 through 27. Acts 28, 1-16, and the Gospel of Luke, chapter 9, verses 28-36. through 36. God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our heavenly creator, to set forth God's praise, to hear God's holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by God's infinite goodness and mercy. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Come, let us sing to God. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise to God a shout with psalms. For you are a great God, you are great above all gods. In your hand are the caverns of the earth, and the heights of the hills are yours also. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us bow down and bend the knee, and kneel before God our Maker, for you are our God, and we are the people of your pasture and the sheep of your hand. Oh, that today we would hearken to your voice. God is the rock of our salvation. O come, let us worship. Psalm 16. Protect me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to God, you are my God. I have no good apart from you. As for the holy ones in the land, they are the noble, in whom is my delight. In whom is all my delight. 
Those who choose another <laughs> Those who choose another god multiply their sorrows. They drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names upon my lips. God is my chosen portion in my cup. You hold my lot. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. I have a goodly heritage. I bless God who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I keep God always before me. Because God is at my right hand, I will never be moved. Therefore my heart is glad, and my soul rejoices. My body also rests secure. For you do not give me up to Sheol, or let your faithful one see the pit. You show me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. In your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Psalm 17 Hear a just cause, O God, attend to my cry. Give ear to my prayer from lips free of deceit. From you let my vindication come. Let your eyes see the right. If you try my heart, if you visit me by night, if you test me, you will find no wickedness in me. My mouth does not transgress. As for what others do by the word of your lips, I have avoided the ways of the violent. My steps have held fast to your paths. My feet have not slipped. I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. Incline your ear to me, hear my words. Wondrously show your steadfast love, O Savior of those who seek refuge from their adversaries at your right hand. Guard me as the apple of the eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. From the wicked who despoil me, my deadly enemies who surround me, they close their hearts to pity. With their mouths they speak arrogantly. They track me down. Now they surround me. They set their eyes to cast me to the ground. They are like a lion eager to tear, like a young lion lurking in ambush. Rise up, O God, confront them, overthrow them. By your sword deliver my life from the wicked. From mortals by your hand, O God. From mortals whose portion in life is in this world. May their bellies be filled with what you have stored up for them. May their children have more than enough. May they leave something over to their little ones. As for me, I shall behold your face in righteousness. When I awake, I shall be satisfied, beholding your likeness. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Ecclesiasticus, or the Wisdom of Jesus, Son of Sirach. Chapter 1, verses 1 through 10, and 18 through 27. All wisdom is from God, and with God it remains forever. The sand of the sea, the drops of rain, the days of eternity, who can count them? The height of heaven, the breadth of earth, the abyss, and wisdom. Who can search them out? Wisdom was created before all other things, and prudent understanding from eternity. The root of wisdom, to whom has it been revealed? Her subtleties, who knows them? There is but one who is wise, greatly to be feared, seated upon their throne. God. It is God who created wisdom. 
God saw her and took her measure. God poured her out upon all God's works, upon all the living according to God's gift. God lavished her upon those who love God. The fear of God is the crown of wisdom, making peace and perfect health to flourish. Wisdom rained down knowledge and discerning comprehension, and she heightened the glory of those who held her fast. To fear God is the root of wisdom, and wisdom's branches are long life. Unjust anger cannot be justified, for anger tips the scale to one's ruin. Those who are patient stay calm until the right moment, and then cheerfulness comes back to them. They hold back their words until the right moment. Then the lips of many tell of their good sense. In the treasuries of wisdom are wise sayings. But godliness is an abomination to a sinner. If you desire wisdom, keep the commandments, and God will lavish wisdom upon you. For the fear of God is wisdom and discipline. Fidelity and humility are God's delight. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle I, a song of Jonah. I cried to you, O God, out of my distress, and you answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All your waves and billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. How shall I ever look again upon your holy temple? The waters closed in over me. The deep was round about me. Weeds were wrapped around my head at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land beneath the earth. Yet you brought up my life from the depths, O God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered you, O God. And my prayer came to you, into your holy temple. With the voice of thanksgiving, I will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will pay, for deliverance belongs to God. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from Acts, chapter 28, verses 1 through 16. After we had reached safety, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The natives showed us unusual kindness. Since it had begun to rain and was cold, they kindled a fire and welcomed all of us around it. Paul had gathered a bundle of brushwood and was putting it on the fire when a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. When the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, This man must be a murderer. Though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, however, took off the creature and shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were expecting him to swell up or drop dead. But after they had waited a long time and saw that nothing unusual had happened to him, they changed their minds and began to say that he was a god. Now in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the leading man of the island, called Publius, who received us and entertained us hospitably for three days. It so happened that the father of Publius lay sick in bed with fever and dysentery. Paul visited him and cured him by praying and putting his hands on him. After this happened, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases also came and were cured. 
They bestowed many honors on us, and when we were about to sail, they put on board all the provisions we needed. Three months later, we set sail on a ship that had wintered at the island, an Alexandrian ship with the twin brothers as its figurehead. We put in at Syracuse and stayed there for three days. Then we weighed anchor, then we weighed anchor and came to Regium. After one day, after one day there, a south wind sprang up, and on the second day we came to Petioli. There we found believers, and were invited to stay with them for seven days. And so we came to Rome. The believers from there, when they heard of us, came as far as the Forum of Appius and Three Taverns to meet us. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. When we came into Rome, Paul was allowed to live by himself with the soldier who was guarding him. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle 18, A Song to the Lamb Splendor and honor and royal power are yours by right, O God Most High. For you created everything that is, and by your will they were created and have their being. And yours by right, O Lamb that was slain, for with your blood you have redeemed for God, from every family, language, people, and nation, a royal priesthood to serve our God. And so to the one who sits upon the throne, and to Christ the Lamb, be worship and praise, dominion and splendor, forever and forevermore. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Gospel of our Savior, Jesus Christ, according to Luke. Glory to you, Jesus Christ. Luke chapter 9, verses 28 through 36. Now about, eight de now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up, to the mount and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Elijah and Moses, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory in the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my begotten, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent and in those days told no one any of the things they had seen. The Gospel of Jesus Christ. Praise to you, Jesus Christ. Just a few thoughts on the readings today, my friends. Um, the only thing I really want to say about Sirach that is that, you know, wisdom and discernment were highly prized um, by the writer of, of this apocryphal scripture and seem to be not so prized in this day and age, you know, like rashness and boldness and 
reactiveness, redemptive violence, those seem to be what's praised. And while the worship of wisdom is definitely a dual-edged sword, and I think we should worship God, and as the writer says, know that all true wisdom, all true discernment comes from God. May that be honed within us. May we value being wise more than being exciting. Amen. Wisdom can be pretty exciting, though, but at any rate. In our reading from Acts, um, I think it's so interesting as we're in this season of fall and we are really struggling with the acceptance and and then the real need for reconciliation and restitution of, of what we did to the Native Americans here in our country. It's interesting to read about the natives on Malta showing Paul and his company such kindness. Now, I don't understand what the twin brothers is for the figurehead on the Alexandrian ship. That's something that I, I would like to look up and figure out. But I don't want to get caught on the things that I'm like, hmm, I don't understand. I think it's really beautiful, the relationship that Paul and his company and the natives have. They give of what they have, and he gives them the precious gift of healing. And I think this much more balanced relationship should be a model for us when encountering groups of unknown people. See them for who they are. Don't try to fit them in our box, right? And offer to each other what we have, take and receive graciously. Lastly, in our gospel reading, it always cracks me up. I love this, how... You know, this is this beautiful, amazing, transcendental experience, you know? Um, the transfiguration is very intense religious experience, to say the least. And so Peter, being, being Peter, and he, I love him so much, bless his heart, he wants to take this moment and make it permanent, you know, make, make this forever, stay here always on this mountaintop. And I think we can all empathize with this. I mean, this is the ultimate mountaintop experience, right, that Peter is having right here. And don't we always want to do that when we soar to the heights, when we experience revelation and transformation and the power of God? Don't we want to just stay there forever. And I know that we can't, you know, um, it's the whole without valleys, there would be no mountaintops kind of thing. But I, I understand what Peter is saying. And, and here I think is the lesson for us. We can't build a structure and live there. Sorry, Peter, but we can commemorate the moment. You know, you and I friends have talked about this before. We can treasure up that moment in our hearts. We can do something like write a poem or write a verse on a rock or collect a seashell, whatever it is that helps us take a picture, hearken back to that experience and, and 
then we can re-experience it in our hearts. We can refresh our faith by re-dipping from that well, as it were. So friends, I pray that all of us may have replenished faith, mountaintop experiences, and precious, precious encounters of equality with new people. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together. We believe in God, the nurturer and teacher, from whom is named every family here in heaven, on, from whom is named every family in heaven and on earth. We believe in Jesus Christ, begotten of divine love, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with that love. We believe in God, the Holy Spirit. She strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, source of all being, love incarnate, spirit of truth. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. Our Creator in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your dominion come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the sovereignty, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We will use the suffrages from Enriching Our Worship, Volume 1. They are found on page 42 of that text. Help us, O God our Savior. Deliver us and forgive us our sins. Look upon your congregation. Give to your people the blessing of peace. Declare your glory among the nations and your wonders among all peoples. Do not let the oppressed be shamed and turned away. Never forget the lives of your poor. Continue your loving kindness to those who know you and your favor to those who are true of heart. Satisfy us by your loving kindness in the morning. So shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. The Collect for Proper 23. God, we pray that your grace may always proceed and follow us, that we may continually be given to good works through Jesus Christ, our Savior, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A Collect for Peace. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life, and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. The Collect for Guidance. Heavenly Creator, in you we live and move and have our being. We humbly pray you so to guide and govern us by your Holy Spirit, that in all the cares and occupations of our life we may not forget you, but may remember that we are ever walking in your sight, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. As our prayer for mission, we will use the prayer attributed to St. Francis. 
God, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Dear God, I pray for us to be replenished, for us to have mountaintop experiences and to treasure them, to commemorate them so that we may go back and draw forth from them. May we encounter with grace and love new people in our lives. May we share, give and receive what we have with others. And always, God, May the wellspring of your love be the root of our wisdom. Amen. Almighty God, giver of all mercies, we, your co-creators, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And, we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to God from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.